0: Hello and welcome back to the Film Odyssey podcast. My name is Salo Cicero. And I'm Dan Dubon. And today we will be discussing what our top five best and worst films of 2023 so far are. There's been some really good movies that have come out this year so far and some really crappy ones.
1: I think it's overall though, 2023 has been a good movie. You're definitely better than last year. And there's been some stinkers, obviously, they released this year. Some are, you know, not that well-known. I'm not sure if you necessarily even know, uh, have heard of all of them or saw all of them. But uh, these are going to be, like, my five worst. So starting off with number five is Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Maximals! Autobots! Ruler. Now, this movie for me was just disappointing, I'd say. Especially after coming off Bumblebee, which is... I think arguably a lot of people would agree probably the best live action transformers movie we've gotten like ever you know it had a lot to live up to you know stephen capel jr who directed creed 2 was doing this so i had some hope for it the trailers didn't make me that optimistic because it kind of looked like a michael bay movie
0: number five for me this is not a movie i hate it's just it it just wasn't great definitely the worst of the franchise unfortunately insidious the red door the further you travel the riskier the journey becomes. I'll say this. The Insidious films never, ever have done a bad job of being scary. They've always frightened me. Even The Last Key, which is number four, the most mediocre film. But the scares, literally my heart, like, jumped out of my chest at times. That's how... good the scares were and it's the same thing with the red door but the red door i think is the worst one it's focused on the two characters who forgot all of what happened because that's what they need to do because their family just wasn't going well after having to deal with the demon and since they both were possessed in the last two movies now it's them older the son is in college and the father is divorced and oh. it starts out great, and there's even one scene in particular in, the, in a car with one of the main characters that's a great use of suspense, but afterwards it kind of just feels like a universal Blumhouse type film from January, because we then oh. focus on college and the frat house, and we focus <laughs> on so many other things, and it's just ridiculous. The scares, again, are still great, though. I jumped out of my seat a few times in the theater, and Patrick Wilson directed this film, which I'll give to him. He didn't do such a bad job directing. The movie just kind of knew that they needed to wrap it up, and it was well aware of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, at least it provided some scares. The worst thing a horror movie could do is just you sit through the whole thing stone faced the whole time. <laughs> I guess
0: that's absolutely true. I totally agree with
1: that. So my number four worst of the year so far, sixty five.
0: You and I are gonna get home.
1: This was disappointing for me because I feel like the trailer sort of promised like a, I don't know, Jurassic Park mixed with a quiet place sort of movie. Cause actually the people who directed this wrote the quiet place movie unfortunately i don't know if this is sony's fault they're just maybe scott beck and brian woods just didn't make for as good as you know directors as they did as writers here i don't know this just kind of seems like a mess really when i was watching it like it started off somewhat promising the idea was concept was interesting but then towards the middle it kind of started like i got the urge to fall asleep a little bit and then i was questioning why adam driver signed up for this in the first place didn't have a great experience with this one it's unfortunate because i always try to support like original sci-fi movies that major studios release because we barely get them but this just
0: wasn't good so my number four worst of the year so far is going to be run rabbit run i
1: don't understand what's going on (sighs) it's clear there's something troubling me i don't want to talk about it Just pretending to be Alice. I am Alice. Please, this isn't a game. You don't like me. You make me
0: hide and hide. You're a nasty little thing. You're a good girl. Who's there? You're a good girl. Alice! <laughs> You're a good girl which is now on Netflix. Believe it or not, I actually got um, a virtual early screening from the Sundance Film Festival. It's a movie that has potential, but by the end, it's just you forget about it. You just completely forget the whole story, and it's like this oh. could have gone somewhere, given the fact that Netflix bought it just tells you enough it already tells you what you need to know that it's just the movie you'll forget about within the day and that's kind of what happened to me it stars sarah snook um i don't watch succession but i know a lot of people know her from succession um she does yeah. a great job in this movie i will give her credit and so does the young kid who kind of just makes her go crazy throughout the entire movie pretty much it does have some interesting psychological elements to it but like i said this was gonna go somewhere but they chose to just make it generic and that's what happened
1: so my number three worst of the year so far is hypnotic are you familiar with the concept of hypnotics 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 have the ability to influence the brain sound voice need a light blocking eyes do not excuse them to make you see a version of the world that doesn't exist you know i feel like going into this there was some hope for it to be good because you know ben affleck he doesn't usually make crap but just based on the trailers kind of seemed like a christopher nolan ripoff movie when watching it it was like a mix of 15 action movies that i've seen and they were all better done
0: so my third uh worst of the year so far no hard feelings (laughs) hi Mind if I touch your wiener? What? Your dog. How about I give you a ride home? Um, this isn't the way to my house. It's a shortcut. You're my hostage. What you got down there? Something for me? 19, Grow up! It kind of wanted to be like a multi-genre comedy and it just didn't work in my opinion. At times it wanted to be raunchy. At times it wanted to be like a romantic Valentine's Day comedy. At times it just wanted to be very like easygoing even for an R rated film and by the end I just was kind of sitting in the theater just like who is this really made for? <laughs> this just does everything I feel is wrong with comedies these days and sometimes I think to myself why are comedy lacking like why can't they do good in theaters and then i watched something like no hard feelings where the only thing the writers could do is basically make sex jokes so it could be funny that's why comedies are failing there's other things you can really make jokes about and give to the audience besides just one topic throughout the entire one hour and 43 minute runtime yeah i mean i respect your opinion even though i completely
1: disagree with it um (laughs) So my number two worst of the year so far is uh, a direct-to-hulu movie the the white men can jump, reboot. Hey, you think can slick, huh? Showing up to court dressed like a dumbass, acting like you can't hoop. You assumed I couldn't hoop because I'm white, which is incredibly outdated. No, I assumed you couldn't hoop because you were dressed like a white girl at Whole Foods. Going into this, I don't think anyone expected this to be as good as the original or even the best comedy of the year or anything like that. And it certainly wasn't. Almost every joke in this, for me, fell flat. Like, I literally sat through almost the entirety of
0: this with a straight face, which is horrible for a comedy. For my number two worst of the year so far, is going to be Transformers Rise of the Beast.
1: Maximal's Autobots, roll out!
0: This movie just annoyed the hell out of me. from beginning to end and i totally agree with you after this just they should have done a bumblebee sequel my number one movie worst of the
1: year so far and it's probably going to stay my worst of the year unless something catastrophic releases in the next like five months winnie the pooh blood and honey we used to be friends why are you doing this please i would have never left i i swear (laughs) from the start, has been very questionable. Every, literally everything about this is bad. The, the only good part about this is when the credits started. It's just so bad. Like, the, the cinematography is so dark, you can't see shit. The acting, the acting is some of the worst I've ever seen in a movie. I'm telling you, completely horrendous. You have, like, this person and like a winnie the pooh mask it looks like a person in like a dollar store mask it's so bad let's hope a sequel never sees the light of day and if it does certainly hope it's better than this pile of shit because you go on letterbox the first (laughs) review that pops
0: up is unreleased
1: this with fire emojis next to it
0: so that tells you all you need to know so for my number one so far of the year is going to be fast x
1: when it used to be about winning we raced for respect Today I raced to stop the blood
0: I was never a big Fast and Furious fan. I mean I saw a few of the movies. I'll say this, the first ten minutes when they're in Rome, Italy, I actually enjoyed. Like I thought that was really fun. And then afterwards, the whole movie just goes into just a terrible route. I really just was almost suffering watching this. The whole sequences with the car racing it literally reminded me why I can't stand these movies. They're just not for me. Um, Good thing it's ending. So, yeah and by the time it ended I just didn't care. So now let's move on to our top five best of the year so far.
1: So starting off with my number five favorite of the year so far is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Part
0: okay.
1: One. We cannot escape the past. Ethan, this mission of yours is gonna cost you dearly. Clearly just released, but I liked Rogue Nation. I thought Fallout was great. And then going into this, I was kinda nervous of it. It was like a part one movie. I'm like, oh is this gonna end on like a, a lame cliffhanger? but i even though i did think this was as good as you know fallout was i did think this still was a good movie i mean i do have a few problems with it which is why it's my number five of the year i thoroughly enjoyed this movie
0: number five for me is going to be how to blow up a pipeline might be headed to texas for the winter once in texas this project What kind of project An indie film distributed by Neon. Neon really is, like, fearless. They will put out some of the most outlandish features or some of just the most, like, brutally honest features, and this is one of them. It's an intense movie. It wants to make people aware of what's going on in the world. The score is fantastic. It was very thought-provoking. It made you think about so much, and the editing is fast-paced and exciting. It gets right to the point. Yeah,
1: my number four actually is had a MOPA pipeline as well. Wow. Um, not much to say about this that you did it. just a, a really well paced, timely movie that, that needed to be made. All the performances were good here.
0: The message was great. My number four is going to be, in my opinion, the best action movie of this year, John Wick chapter four. Last words, Winston? Just have fun out huh? there. Uh- I want you to find
1: your peace, but the good death only comes after a
0: good life. You and I left a good life behind a long time ago, my friend. Just from the very beginning, it already makes the audience feel like they're about to witness something that's crazy and it delivers almost three hours long, but it never feels slow. Keanu Reeves still proved that he is John Wick. The action choreography is so crazy. It, the best action movie I think I've seen so far, the supporting characters are very interesting. They don't feel like they are wasted at all. My number three of of the year so far is Guardians of the
1: Galaxy Volume 3. I'm gonna tell you something Marvel fans, I think, and any comic book movie fan, really. I'd say probably the Guardians of the Galaxy Trilogy is one of the best, or honestly, maybe the best that the MCU has done so far. This is easily, I'd say, the best MCU movie since Endgame. It came out at a great time because this released during a time when people were starting to question if like, the comic book genre as a whole was dying or not. So I think it's really good this movie released when it did because it actually got people to somewhat care about the MCU and the genre again. And for me, like, James Gunn just continues to be
0: probably one of the best directors working today. My number three is going to be Bo is Afraid
1: i am so sorry for what your daddy passed down to you but i wanted a child the greatest gift of my life i'm visiting my mother tomorrow
0: aster has got some balls i'll just tell you that much there's no creator filmmaker that is like him for better or worse people who are a fan of Ari Aster actually hated this movie Joaquin Phoenix is fantastic he gives a range of emotions it's three hours long but to be honest the more I watch this movie and I've watched this like three times now which is crazy oh, wow. for me yeah um it kind of scares me a bit but you know I I appreciate a lot of the filmmaking elements and the score is great and yeah um this is definitely going to be a movie that I think will have a lot of people feeling the same way about it in like 30 or 40 years from now and I would like to see a four-hour cut of this movie yeah that very well
1: said my number two favorite of the year so far is Spider-Man Across the (laughs) Spider-Verse
0: We are supposed to be the good guys. We are.
1: I'm telling you, the first time I saw this in the theater, I was like blown away by how gorgeous the animation is with this. People worked on this for years, probably busting their ass with this. And you could tell this movie overall is probably as good, if not better, than the first movie. I still can't decide yet. I really love the Miles Morales character. I think he's getting as iconic as the Peter Parker character at this point. Almost everything about this movie worked for me, like the characters, the story, the animation. My only complaint is the sort of cliffhanger ending. And hopefully, because I heard rumors that Beyond the Spider-Verse, which still has a release date for next year, will likely get delayed because I think, I'm not sure if they even did (laughs) voice recording for that movie yet, so. Hopefully,
0: it doesn't get deleted, but I have a feeling it will. My number two of the year so far is also uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. There are so many things about this movie I could talk about that I appreciate, love, and admire. The animation is the most beautiful and most eye-gasmic thing you could see this year. The acting is fantastic. The humor is funny. The movie is a little too long, I will say that. That's the only thing about the movie that kind of just takes it away from a five star and from being my favorite of the year but overall it's just such a great movie so my number one favorite of the year so far right
1: now it's john wick chapter four saying goodbyes saying hello
0: you think your wife can hear you no Oh no, why bother
1: maybe i'm wrong you're going to die maybe not just uh, a phenomenal action movie Probably the best i've seen in years i was a little bit nervous because john mcfree i feel like kind of went off the rails a little bit luckily chad stahelski is able to give us like a really great I'm not sure if I should say conclusion, but semi-conclusion to the John Wood Sword here. Um, Because I don't know if the fifth movie will ever happen or not. Cinematography is gorgeous. Uh, Keanu Reeves is great for his age in this movie. Like, does it look like he's like struggling or anything? The stunt work, the action is phenomenal. I do think that, like, after this, like, Chad Stahelski, for me, is definitely one of the best, I'd say, or maybe the best, action director working in the business today. I also need to watch this movie again to probably appreciate it more, but overall, just a great movie for me.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I couldn't have said that better myself. For me, my number one of this year so far is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3.
1: We'll all fly away together of forever
0: and beautiful sky. It's a masterpiece in my opinion. Personally, for a Marvel movie it definitely can be dark and sometimes creepy but for a good reason and yeah. the humor is funny too it does not just because this is a darker and emotional Guardians movie does not mean it falls flat on humor because the f- comedy is funny the characters I loved the relationship between Peter Quill and Gamora is something that James Gunn did well that no other filmmaker oh, for
1: sure yeah. and Marvel
0: Studios would have even even tried to have done as like a risk, but yeah. it felt very true, and it even got to me as well as many other people too of how realistic and just the message behind it, which was really mature.
1: So that about wraps up our best and worst list of twenty twenty three so far. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree? Well, what were your favorite movies of this year so far? What did you think was
0: horrible that you saw in theaters and you wish you did pay for? But yeah, that wraps up our uh, podcast episode. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Definitely check out our other episodes. We've got some good stuff there. We've got reviews that we post on our website. We've got more coming up. Definitely read those. We'll see you again very soon.